from Lancrim Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. And here we are yet again, back for another episode of the Land Grant Brewing Company University LLC presents the Beers with the Brewers podcast. We are recording live from the Land Grant Brewing uh, Tap Room, located in Franklin. Also Franklin County, uh, Columbus, Ohio. And um, yeah, that's where we record from here at World Headquarters. And today we are joined, um, uh, Eric Hefner. Hefner, I said your name weird, is back Hello, uh, on the mic. Welcome back. We're also joined by a local celebrity. Um, He... Day job is director of development at the Gladden Community House here in Franklinton. He's no stra- He's a stranger to this podcast, but he's no stranger to running his mouth, so he will fit in just <laughs> fine. Our trivia host and uh, Columbus comedian, Travis Hoisher, joins the podcast for the first time. Hello, yes, my first time. Thanks for having me. And then, of course, as always, the captain of the ship, head brewer Dan Schaefer, is here as well. Ahoy. Today we are talking about two beers, two hoppy beers, two beers great for springtime. Um, one, a returning classic, we'll say, and another, a brand new beer for 2023. We are talking about Greenskeeper Session IPA, an original brew here at Land Grant, one of the first four we ever did. And we are also talking about Cool, 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 a dry hopped lager, cold IPA, call it whatever you want, IPL, whatever. Hoppy lager, it's delicious. Dan's going to be talking about that as well. We're going to start off with the lighter of the two, at least ABV-wise, uh, and we're going to be starting with Greenskeeper, back again. So, Dan, talk about Greenskeeper. Go. Uh, 4.7% ABV, 64-ish something IBUs. Hard to tell with these lower ABV um, hoppy beers. Um, yeah. I don't know if we want to call it a session IPA, and that was like the death knell about <laughs> five years ago of the style. It's it's a low ABV hoppy beer. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. We recently saw an article about how session IPA as a as a as a brand, at least calling something a session IPA is a is not is not exactly the hottest trend in in brewing. But we do have a lot of, have a lot of printed cans that say session IPA on them, so. It remains session IPA here. Why is that? What's is that just? A, is it just a vernacular thing that um, people grew tired of them or didn't make good ones? Yeah, you know. Yes. Think, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them end up tasting watered down, so people don't necessarily go back. They have one and they don't like it, so they don't go back to that style. Because, uh, as I'm sure Dan will mention, that's one way to make a session IPA is basically just water down a IPA. Sure. I think it's been long enough to know that they're starting to become back in vogue. Like, I feel like they get a lot more, like, out in the sales force, at least, or people asking for more sessions coming yeah. back. So, like, all good things. Yeah. Maybe they're vintage now. Who knows? Yeah, we brought Greeny back last year. I think maybe we took one year off. Uh, maybe we went keg only. I don't know. But we definitely, like, took it down a little bit production-wise and brought it back last year and it did real well for us, so it's uh, it's back again. 
for the spring and summer. Um, but yeah, so sorry, Dan, go on ahead. No, not at all. Um, well, I, I think this is tasting really good this year. One, we did back off on uh, the bittering hops a bit. And uh, two, sort of low-key, we have switched back over to using just a plain old California ale yeast in the brewery. That is, um, it, it just is a cleaner profile than what we were using with Vike. It kind of gets out of the way of the hops. Which, uh, by the way, on this are Amarillo, Citra, Eldorado, and Centennial. And then we, uh, we hit it again with Amarillo and uh, Citra on the dry hop. But uh, to sort of touch on what uh, Travis was asking about was... Um, so hop oil extraction maxes out as uh, most efficient at 6% uh, alcohol. So um, alcohol is a much better solvent of the good stuff that you want in hops. Water is a much better solvent of the stuff that you do not want in hops. So the more water you have, the more green character you get out of it. So a lot of people were trying to just use the same amount of dry hops on lower ABV beers, and it just ended up tasting like a cabbage patch that scorches your throat. Um, so you, it, it requires a, a deft touch. Um, you, you still want to get that aromatic impact on the nose uh, without the um, what I refer to as the carrot top uh, throat scorching type of, of character that you can get from hops. Is that the vegetable or the comedian? <laughs> <laughs> So I just had the visual of Carrot Top actually popping out of the top of my pint glass, and then, no, yeah. that's not going to go in anytime soon. Can you tell I'm a chunky comedian that doesn't eat as much vegetables that, like, you said Carrot Top, and my first thought was the ripped guy with the curly red hair versus the vegetable? It was triggering to me. I've been called Carrot Top too many times. I'm sorry for all that, man. It's okay. I'm getting over it until now. <laughs> sorry for all those times I bullied you and called you Carrot Top. <laughs> But this is a, it, it's a really nice change up from um, the other hoppy beers we do. It's a very uh, classic Coke kind of heavy sea hop, um, very piney, citrusy, um, not particularly tropical. Uh, so yeah, that's your jam. This is your guy. Walt, as the most senior person at Landgren here, how close is this to like the original Grainskeeper, would you say? I mean, that, that becomes an increasingly difficult question to answer just because, mm-hmm. you know, the further you get away. I mean, it's already can already be kind of tough because especially when these beers, you know, just come around kind of once a year, you know, you're trying to even just remember back to last year what it actually tastes like. Um, you know, and Greeny was a beer that the, for the first three or four years that we made it, we, we made it all the time and definitely was a uh, staff favorite. Um, it gave you that that hoppiness, but you know a low ABV. When you're at the brewery all the time for uh, a variety of reasons, especially in the early days, get having a having a good beer that that you know satiated your your desire for hops, but also you know didn't put you on your butt after a couple of them was was a good thing to have around. And so definitely drank a lot of this beer in the early days. I think you know. I, I, with any of the original beers, I think just with, um, you know, upgrades we've made to the brewing, you know, staff, just, you know, Dan bringing an expertise that we didn't necessarily have at the beginning. Um, so, you know, staff techniques, 
better equipment, better processes, and just also just better access to, to good ingredients and all that stuff over the years. Like it's um, like anything else, it's, it's improved quite a bit. I, when I drink it, I don't necessarily think it tastes like wildly different than than it did. But I, I'm sure if I could somehow taste the beer from this year next to a you know a, a similarly aged beer from 2014. I'm sure they would taste quite different and um, for the better, I'm sure. Um, but definitely, like, the spirit of the beer remains uh, as it was. So, yeah, it's, it's always exciting to have this one come back. And as I noted, I believe last year, I completely changed the malt bill and nobody noticed. Yeah. <laughs> nobody said a damn thing. Well, you've also got, too, I think, as a longtime land-grant consumer, um, you just have the, you know, people reach for the, the manageable ABV. I mean, I oftentimes make, I make that choice over flavor, you know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm here for a long time. Oftentimes I, I enjoy myself and trying to hang out in the beer garden or here, watch a game. And I'm like, you know, can't drink more than a couple of the, uh, the big boys. So it's, I think it's, I think it's increasingly more and more people spend time at breweries that maybe we're not giant beer nerds in the past. And they're just like, yeah, that's the one I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great beer for, uh, if you're out golfing, if you're here watching March Madness, or if you're just going to be doing something, if you're at a picnic or St. camping Day. or St. Yeah, um, it's it's a great beer uh, for all those uh, all those sort of all day activities. Um, because of that low ABV, you can really put these things away without. I mean, not to say without <laughs> any effect, but um, you know when you compare it to a true IPA that's going to come in at you know, six or seven and seven and a half percent, it, it definitely makes a big difference in terms of uh, what, what you can responsibly imbibe. I have data for that experiment. There are different effects. <laughs> and I guess with that, I mean, that would be a good time to segue to our, uh, the question that we continue to ask every week, uh, which is, you know, how crushable is it? How crushable is it? Crushable. Are you familiar with the crushability index, Travis? Yeah, yeah. I listened to uh, a recent episode with uh, land grant owner Lauren Benner. <laughs> That's our top rated episode of all time. I told you. I mean, I thanks for having me on, but I was like, more Lauren and Aaron, please. Uh, I as much as you guys are great, but. I don't have any actual data to support that. Maybe Meredith <laughs> does, but I, I just assume that it is our highest rated episode of it's all time. It's got strong numbers. I mean, I've quoted it. I mean, Lauren be like, it's six. <laughs> <laughs> now right. you got catchphrases now. you got yeah. callbacks because of Lauren Everything's Benner. a six when you don't have kids, as I believe her, <laughs> yes. is her outlook on life, which I cannot actually argue with that strongly. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so how crushable is this beer? Travis, you're up first. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say four. Four? Yeah. It's a, it's a solid beer. All right. Dan? I'm out of five. Five? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going five on this guy, for sure. Okay, um, so we're at 10, 14. You know, I'm going to give it a six because 20 divided by four is five. It's so a classic, though, too. You guys, I mean, the way you guys refer to this beer, it's like, I you mean, know, you yeah. call it greeny. Like, not all the beers kind of get that. I feel like there's like, it's like, it's like your first child, kind of. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I think there's yeah, something yeah. about it that's like very it's it's in the land grant lore kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, uh, and speaking of land grant lore, this beer was named by my wife Erin. We were uh, before land grant opened. We were at the beach 
while we were at the a restaurant after being at the beach all day. And we had recently discovered that the original name for this beer, which was Back Nine, um, was not available to us because of a wine, I believe, in California. Some winery in California had a Back Nine wine, and so we couldn't name it that. Um, and so we were spitballing ideas as we were having beers and cocktails at this beach beachside restaurant, and Aaron threw out the name Greenskeeper. I believe after saying something along the lines of, what's that job called, you know, like Bill Murray and Caddyshack? What's that job called? <laughs> I was like, I think it's, a, it's a Greenskeeper or Groundskeeper. And so, yeah, so that, that's where the name came from. So shout out to Aaron for coming up with the name of this one. Um, and also in truly and grant fashion, something is called something because it can't be called something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This goes all the way back to the OG origin story. Back, back in the days where we were like... Really checking every everything, but and in fairness, that usually works out better than if we had got had the original name. Yeah, Abs- absolutely. Uh, yeah. I think Greenskeeper is a, a stronger name for sure than Back Nine. Um, so yeah, one of those things that all worked out. Um, yeah, anything else to add on the on the Greenskeeper front? It's in a green can. <laughs> no shock there. <laughs> I'm just so glad we called it the original. It was our original St. <laughs> Patty's green beer before yeah. we had Make Mine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know when this episode's coming out. Probably next week, right? Uh, it comes out uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, wow. We're rushing this one through the, the washing well, machine. Well, I guess the day before St. Patrick's Day. All it right, comes look out at that. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday. That's, no, wait. No, wait. This is all wrong. This <laughs> what is all day wrong. is it today? The big it's Wednesday. Night. Yeah. <laughs> this will be, this will be uh, next week. Yeah, so this is going to come out after St. Patrick's Thursday. Day. So hopefully you had a good time and drank some Greenskeepers. I felt like I just time-traveled. All your favorite favorite teams won in the first round of the NCAA tournament. We'll have the the rest of it on, of course. Anyway, all right, so I think that wraps things up for Greenskeeper, and now we are going to move on to our new Hoppy Lager IPL Cold IPA. Cool, 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 cool. That's the one. But we need to get some of this beer. We don't have any on the table right now. So we'll do, we'll do a little mu- musical interlude here. Yeah, we'll play uh, Bobo yeah. O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, it's not, yeah, I don't know how that came to you, but that's a great, well, great it's pick. playing. I can hear it. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll resume shortly here. Okay. And we're back. Sure. Yeah, we are. <laughs> right, let's stop all that fun we stuff some, we were talking about right. off mic. Uh, a lot of hot Warren Zevon takes <laughs> while we were getting our next beers. Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about the brand new first edition of the Cool, 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 Cool right. IPL. That's what we got you here. Let's keep the keep me, the host, on the rails. Um, yeah. This is a brand new beer. Um, it's really fun. I've, I've been enjoying it over the past few weeks since it's been out. And um, I think you're going to love it too. But with more on that on that front, Dan, take it away. Yeah. So this is another uh, cold IPA. Which no one understands what it is. Even though if you just listen to this, I've explained it multiple times, and we'll tell right. you the problem is. Um, so this is an IPA, um, or a dry hop lager, or an IPL, depending on your point of view. Um, so the the base. Um, is our our house pills malt and then um, some flaked rice. Uh, so we try to make the, the base lager-ish. Uh, it is fermented 
with a lager strain, but at a warmer temperature than usual. I think we started this at 62, bumped it up to 65. Uh, so you, it's not quite as clean as if you fermented it super cold like we do our lagers. Um, uh, Hops-wise, we did uh, Simcoe Amarillo and Centennial, and then uh, the same thing again uh, in cryo form on the dry hop, which everyone knows cryo is just like a double concentrated uh, version of of the same thing. Um, 60 IBUs, 6.4% uh, ABV. Um, yeah. It's very, I don't know. Yeah, there it is. Like it's very mangoey, particularly after you have it after uh, after greeny. Like the, the tropical element of it really pops. Um, yeah, like Walt, I've been crushing lots of these. And as I told Walt, I call this the Walt. Um, cool, cool being his catchphrase. Yeah, that's right. I feel like we named it one extra cool. Like I had to take a breath on that fourth cool. Like. I feel like cool, cool, cool comes off the tongue, and then that cool, extra cool, cool, cool. cool. No, it's, uh, yeah, so this one, I think this is an Adam Benner name, and uh, I know he pulled the reference from the possibly underrated, but maybe correctly rated show, Community. Uh, I was going to ask whether um, it was uh, uh, the other Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, someone else mentioned that as well, so I think it also mm-hmm. appears on that show, which I have watched, but I don't remember but uh cool uh abed the character abed would always say cool 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 got it four times um but it was one of those where i i think he was pulling the reference from that but i think it's just something that people kind of say and so it kind of exists outside of that yeah. as well well it's good you can do it both ways like mm-hmm. however they read it you can read it like jake peralta and be like cool 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 mm-hmm. dang that's a lot of cools i know yeah, you did it well though. Thank you. Yeah. What's like the next like great sitcom in a post uh, community and post Brooklyn Nine Nine world? Like, is there one? Hmm. I've heard good things of, about doing a lot of sitcom trivia lately, so this has been on my brain. I've heard that Abbott Elementary is good. Not seen it yet. Uh, have you seen Chernobyl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chernobyl. It's like like Greeny and it's a, work, uh, it's a cool, 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 cool comedy next to each other. That's like watch like Chernobyl followed by. Like reruns of Parks and Rec. That's the good little one-two combo. Um, hmm. I don't know. Uh, Abbott Elementary is real good. I don't know. I just I don't know if like there's gonna be a, like a real zeitgeist sitcom, sitcom revival ever again. I, think I don't think so. Everyone's taste is too like apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think like everyone goes to whatever they think is funny, and so not and not That's everyone true. thinks the same thing's funny, so not everyone's gonna watch the same thing. Like yeah. now, because now there is a show for everyone's sense of humor. There's a, I think you should leave, and then there's ghosts, yeah. which I uh, learned on at trivia night the other night that uh, it's like the number one show in the world. Yeah, ghosts is for olds. <laughs> it's As is CBS. For people that are about to to be on the cast yeah. of ghosts. My dad asked me, "Have I seen this commercial?" I was like, "I don't think I've seen a commercial in like four years." Oh, I see <laughs> commercials for it during sporting events. And exactly. Go, huh. That's it. Huh. All right. That's what we're doing over here yep. at CBS. That's cool. Um, anyway, yeah, this beer's great. It, it's crushable. It's delicious. 
It's got a nice clean lager finish to it. Of our IPLs, because I feel like we've been on a hot streak, almost single-handedly bringing them back into the fashion uh, between home and... <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm telling you, man. We did home, and we did uh, Lifty, and now Cool, 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 Cool. This is my favorite of the trio. You heard it here first. Yeah. Land Grant resurrecting the hoppy lager. All of Franklin from, and from Franklin from County are talking about hell. it right now. <laughs> I, I do think the uh, the the concept of of a cold IPA, which I think the the person who brewed the first one um, uh, called it Wester than West Coast, and uh, I think that's pretty on brand for this in terms of it being very lean body, um, very hoppy, firmly bitter, crisp. We also bumped up the um, carbonation a little bit on this, so it drinks a little bit more like a light lager. I'm guessing the first person that made this didn't call it a cold IPA. Yes, he did. He did. He was trying. Oh, so uh, wait, he or she is uh, Wayfinder uh, Brewery out in somewhere in the West Coast. You know, somewhere. Go go out west and say where's Wayfinder and you'll find it eventually. Um, it tracks, his name? Kevin that Kevin sounds on brand for them. Kevin Davies, I think that was his name. Okay. Um, they do largely um, loggers, and so he was quite intentionally trying to do something that was logger-ish, but also very hoppy. So. Gotcha. Well, by whatever you call the style, cold IPA, hoppy lager, IPL, just lager, whatever. It's good, and it's. Uh, I think it's going to be really good heading into the spring when it warms up a little bit. Um, really, it'd be a really nice beer for for some some basketball watching. But uh, I think I think that goes into our question that we asked earlier about Greenskeeper and every other beer that we talked about on this podcast. How crushable is this beer? It's crushable. It's very uh, crushable. Yes, uh, dangerously crushable. Dangerously like, crushable. Like I probably won't have a ton of these because even six point four is getting up there a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I would give this a six. Please. Oh boy, very delicious. So you're going more of these than you are a greenskeeper. I mean, I'm being honest. <laughs> hey, I mean, I get it. I feel like this podcast is all about honesty. It feels lighter on the in like the the balance and the mouthfeel than even greenskeeper did and having these back to back. So I feel like it just kind of goes down a little like lighter. In body, and therefore, I could probably crush about the same amount. When you factor in the ABV, I'm going to stick with a five for my answer, just because it was Greenskeeper. He goes five. Dan? Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, this is um, one of my favorite beers that we've done as of late on the hoppy side. And um, yeah, I think I said when uh, we are on the, when it was rolling off the packaging line that I was going to go out back and do a stone cold crusher. Um, <laughs> so that that's, can still that's, be done. that's my general standard. If I'm willing to, you know, smack a couple cans together and pour them on my face. Uh, so there you go. We should see if that's an available beer name before anybody else can take that stone, stone cold, cold crusher. crusher. Yeah. And OSHA, I know you listen to this podcast, so just know that that would happen outside of the production area. Um, <laughs> I, a lot of me wants to say that, like a lot of me wants to say it's four cools, so it's a four crusher. But I think. But you're going six. I'm gonna go with a um, five. Hey, yeah. You know that that synergy there just wasn't enough. Um, we should have named it one more cool. Because as as someone, one of the three of you just said, this podcast is about honesty <laughs> and and vulnerability. 
<laughs> it's really just men talking to other men about their feelings about beer. It's about it's, evolving. And about driving around with your parents listening to Warren Zevon. <laughs> no, guys, hearing, we, we didn't, hearing the we didn't record any of that. We yeah. didn't record any of our well, Zevon. No, I told no. you, it's all gone. Wait, so you missed when I Shoot. sang Lawyers, Guns, and Money acapella? <laughs> <laughs> while while Eric wept. was getting our our next beer, we we talked about Warren Zevon for five minutes. Anyway, <laughs> all right, cool, 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 cool. Um, anything else to cover on this beer? Well, what about that that can art? Well, it says cool, 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 cool on it. <laughs> now that's the Walton Keys touch. <laughs> Every time there's a beer put in a can, you can guarantee he's going to put the name on yeah, there. Sometimes it's usually it, at the top, and you can see it right away. There is no question. Sometimes I, I go for some sort of complex visual metaphor. This is not one of those times. Um, so I guess between, let's see, we got the beer name on there officially three times, and then the art itself also is the beer name on this one. So we've got, and then we've got four cools per name. So that's 16 times. So the word cool is on there. The word can. cool is on there. And then also the word time. cold is on there three times. So that's a version of cool, I guess. And so you've got to, you know. All that alliteration. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of cold on one can. And yeah. uh, it's kind of the Charlotte Hornets colors. So there you go. I, I suppose next time you're going to have to hide the beer name in one of those hidden picture type <laughs> things just to take the piss out of Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, and I know this is a mostly about beer. I think you guys should be doing a lot more of talking about graphic design. I think like it's perfect for the audio forum <laughs> yeah. to, to talk more about what something looks like. You should yeah, add yeah. that in. This thing's going to really just take off. Just eye label. Just <laughs> picture the <laughs> word cool four times. <laughs> Keep hiding the beer name under uh, layers yeah, of like graphics. A, like a magic eye? Yeah. Is that what they call those and things? I made the letters different heights. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is this one. This one's pretty self-explanatory. If, if you see it, you know what it is. And uh, it's a crusher. That's what it is. All right. Stone cold. Travis, you're here, so I feel like we should talk about things that you do here. Um, <laughs> what is it you're that you do You're literally on this here? podcast because I walked out of the office and you were just here. Yeah. As you Happen- usually are. <laughs> Happens a lot. Um, I'm surprised this is your first appearance, honestly. This is yeah, great. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we wanted what? to save the tape. You know, it's uh, <laughs> So you've done a lot here. You've, you've, you host you. trivia here. Um, we've worked with Gladden a lot. We worked with... Um, uh, the, um, Dick and Jane and Wave. I yeah. wanted to say Dick and Jane, but for some reason I thought that was yep. right. Um, Dick and Jane, and before that, Wave, where you worked previously. Um, you've been involved with a number of, of projects here, but currently you serve as our Tuesday trivia host. Yeah. But we've got some, some trivia adjacent things coming up um, that maybe you can talk about. Yes. I think at one point, coming out of the pandemic, we called it Travia. Uh, we did. But I think people thought that was too confusing. Yeah, because apparently, even though we think you're famous, you're not. I'm, I'm not famous. <laughs> I'm just at the bar a lot. Yeah, That's we, not... Well, everyone knows <laughs> Travis. Very famous. And a yeah. lot of people do know Travis, but we would still have to explain why that it wasn't yeah. just a typo. Tuesdays, or trivia, wait, Tuesday, trivia with Travis on Tuesdays? Yeah. Did we make it longer somehow than it right. needed to be? Yeah. It probably looks a little too much like trauma. Right. I think <laughs> <is probably laughs> the problem. It could be traumatic. Yeah, I, uh, well, yeah, I, I love Land Grant. I've been hanging around for a while. I think you guys are amazing community partners. I've always uh, preached the gospel of, you know, what that community partnership looks like. 
And like, you know, back in the older days, uh, and when Jackie Kimball was here and later Tom Bond, you know, it was always just like, hey, uh, hey, I got a dunk tank. Can you use that for your nonprofits? Like, indeed I can. <laughs> like, I've got a bunch of ding-dongs that live in Franklinton and hang out at Land Grant that people will pay to dunk in some very, very dirty water. Um, so, yes, there's we've had basketball tournaments, dunk mm-hmm. tanks. Um, Land Grant is... Uh, Lauren, Walt, Adam, many other people are the source of my silly ideas, and then they usually let me make them a reality. And so that's mm-hmm. a why wouldn't I want to hang around at a place where I just have to come up with a fun idea, and then Land Grant helps me execute it. So it's cool. It's cool, cool, cool. Speaking of dumb, cool. fun ideas, one of the first things we worked with you, at least on an like, official basis, was when you were the editor at um, local uh, heartbreaking news publication, 614 Magazine. And... Um, you were doing a feature on, I don't know if it was on us, but it was on breweries of some kind, but uh, maybe it was like a group of breweries that all opened at the same time. I think maybe it was the angle, but anyway, I just remember you filled up a Gatorade cooler full yeah. of beer and had people dunk it on me and Adam. Mark Richards and Adam. I still have a video that yeah. comes up on my phone every once in a while. It's of Mark Richards and, and Adam Benner uh, running up behind Walt with his hands up in front of the mural outside and getting... Mm-hmm. Probably Greenskeeper. He's so loyal to it. Probably Greenskeeper <laughs> dumped on his back. Yeah. At that point, we probably opened up a bunch of low-fill cans and poured them in there so yeah. it's not waste the good I was about stuff. to ask, how do you get that much Greenskeeper in one of those things? No. Yeah. Um, Wasting it. But no, I mean, that's like, so I do trivia every Tuesday. Uh, it's been super fun. It's all, it's all pop culture uh, because that's the only thing I know about. I'm very stupid when it comes to things that matter. But I definitely know way more about uh, things like sitcoms and the Grammy Awards and all types of other sundry nonsense. So uh, last year, well, actually, I forgot about this part of it. I was doing this trivia. I started doing it via Zoom during the pandemic when everybody was in their houses. And instead of just, I'd have everybody Venmo me. (laughs) And I would, you know, like it was a way to like make a little bit of money and have some fun. And instead of like giving people half of the money in Venmo, I just said, okay, I bought land grant gift cards for you. So go to the brewery and pick up your prize. So it was a very unofficial partnership, but I was like, that's fun. I can put some some shine on like my, my friend's business. And then that turned into, once it felt safer, like, oh, let's do it out in the beer garden. So, yeah. And then we just finished uh, the winter. We did something new for winter, which was like teams and themes. So instead, it's all played from your phone. Which I loved. I, lo- I, I was able to play a couple times. And um, Which one were you here for? What category? I was here for sitcoms and... It was like a sports in pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, way more difficult than I was expecting. You, you do a great job of making it challenging. Absolutely. It's my number one gripe when we go to a trivia night, and it's just like... Too easy. Like, who sang Shake It Off five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't Mine's know. definitely not that. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard, and it, you have to think about it, and it, it makes you feel good when you, you get it right. And yeah. you do a good job of making it challenging, but not making it like well, thank, completely inaccessible. Thank you. I mean, last night, yeah. So last night was our first ever 10 uh, week trivia winner. Shout out to Team King Toilet and the runner ups, uh, Glass Funyun. <laughs> That's, that's, a, that's a good name. Yeah, that's they were, they're good great. They were, they were here every week for 10 weeks. Like, it was super cool to see people kind of get into, like, something doing a little bit more experimental. And then King Toilet, before last night's uh, final showdown, 
gave the other team a gift. They gave them a pint glass and a bag of Funyuns. So we created, we created a little trivia community. <laughs> and then I also thought once you guys asked me to be on here, I was like, oh, I got to talk about my uh, little snafu. I tallied up the points incorrectly because I had bonus points for people who get like multiple answers correct. And I knew who won, but I added it to the wrong team. It was King Toilet who won. And instead I said, your winner is, and then the screen came up and I go, Oh, oh no, you didn't win. So oh, in, like Moonlight. So in last night's trivia that the theme was award shows, I pulled a Moonlight completely <laughs> accidentally, and everyone, everyone booed. Well, I sat there and laughed for about five minutes while they booed. And it was, a, that's great. It's amazing. Yeah. He was like, I literally thought, they were like, I thought that was a bit. I was like, nope, you just dumb. You could have sold it as a bit. <laughs> You gotta think on your feet, Travis. I just soaked it up. I just loved people booing me like <laughs> good naturedly. I thought it was the it was the most enjoyable sound in the world. Awesome. So trivia comes back outside here in the spring. We've got a movie themed trivia, right? Oh yes. So movies, uh, movie night uh, every starting the first Tuesday in May. There always be thirty questions, rapid fire, multiple choice pop culture trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be bonus questions during that trivia of the movie that we're playing after that. So look out for mm-hmm. the movie series to be announced. And then um, we're doing a couple of little fun, like, two or four offs, I guess, yeah. over, the next, over the next few weeks. The next two weeks we have This Is A Movie. Um, this Is A Movie is something that, again, Land Grant, whenever I've had an idea of something I think would be fun to do, Land Grant's like, yeah, let's try it out. And so this is a game uh Invented, designed inadvertently by my lovely ex-wife, Miss Catherine Hayes, uh, was like, what do you know a lot about? I was like, I know a lot about who was in what movies. And so this is a game (laughs) where somebody, uh, where I'm going to give people a year, and then they're going to try to guess the movie that I'm thinking of from that year by giving them three other entirely different movies. There's one person from each of those movies in that that movie in that year. It's it's a little bit complicated. It feels that way, but once you get into it, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a six, it's one of my favorite six, games. Six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Long before yeah. Eric Hafner joined the team and was just here, like he was a regular at This Is a Movie. He's oh, one, were you? Yeah, I did. I he's one of the best at playing one. it. He's very very good. So we're gonna do that for a couple of weeks in partnership, uh, in partnership with Cinema Columbus. So they're gonna kind of help us offer up some prizes and kind of a nice little tie in there. And then for April, um, we're still working on it, but we're gonna try out a little bit of bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing we're just doing all different kind of ways to to give away some fun land grant stuff. Like, have some fun. It's always going to be pop culture. It's always going to be light. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So if you self-identify as a Warren Zevon music fan, you'll probably, exactly you'll probably love Bingo. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, all kinds of fun stuff coming up, um, both with involving and not involving Travis. But I bet if you come down here. For something that Travis isn't officially involved with, I bet I'll be here anyway. Yeah, that's uh, one of my coworkers saw me in a land grant T-shirt um, when we were setting up for an event, and I've mentioned this multiple times to people because it made me laugh so hard. She said, "She says, Travis, are you like sponsored by Land Grant or something?" And I said, "No, it's just the place that I shop." And then one of our <laughs> other older employees said, "Ooh, that's kind of sad." It's my favorite clothing store. <laughs> yeah, it's not sad that I do all my shopping at my favorite brewery. That's where I buy all my. What do you wear. mean? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Travis was a big part of the heat check, which is a way I'm about to transition into talking about upcoming events. Um, We just sent out an email with information about heat check. 
Jenny's Strawberry Jam and our ninth anniversary party. Um, very little in the way of actual information, more of a save the date. And if you are interested in volunteering, I'm giving you the opportunity to do so now. So um, if you don't subscribe to our uh, Land Grant newsletter, go to landgrantbrewing.com, go all the way to the bottom and put your email in the in the box, and you will get those in your email as well. We also posted out on social media, I believe. So if you are looking for that info, you can do that, or you can just go to landgrantbrewing.com slash volunteer. Um, if you want to volunteer, lots more info on all of those events, uh, obviously to come coming up at the tap room today and tomorrow, March madness is in full, uh, full swing. Um, hopefully all your favorite teams won last week, whether they've been your favorite teams for a long time or for like 10 days, it doesn't matter. Um, Hopefully that all works out. Who's everyone got winning the whole thing? Spoiler alert, it did not work out for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. shoot. <laughs> Darn it. I lost $10,000 betting on March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that's what's going to happen in the future. Great. Well, we pay all of now our, I can stop we pay all of our uh, podcast guests exactly $10,000 cash. I've got so the Tune Squad. You, you, can, you can let that yeah. ride on the Sweet 16 Eric this weekend. Bet, Eric bet on a team from Space Jam to win March Madness. That's how much he doesn't know It's not know the worst bet ever made. <laughs> you bet against Rocky in the Rocky film franchise? It's a bad bet. No, it's not. He lost the first movie. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. We will have all the March Madness on, um, both inside and out, uh, weather permitting. Well, we'll have it on outside, even if the weather's cold, but so you can watch it out there if you want. Uh, we recently flipped the uh, beer garden back to spring and summer mode, so there's lots of tables and seats out there, and we will have the screen on um, for all the action. U.S. Men's National Team also plays... Um, Either today or tomorrow, it doesn't say, but uh, they're playing Granada at 8 p.m. Um, Classic So if you're a supporter of our U.S. men's national soccer team, come down and cheer on the, them against Granada. Uh, Saturday, March Madness continues. Uh, crew are back at home. Uh, they play Atlanta at 7.30. We're just a short walk from the stadium. Um, I did it myself a couple weeks ago. It's like 20 minutes door-to-door. You can walk, you can bike, you can scoot, you can Uber. And parking over here is a lot cheaper than over there. So come have a beer here before the match, head on over, and uh, cheer on the crew. Hopefully they win and get back on um, the straight and narrow. Grab yourself a lane. <laughs> so grab, grab yourself a lane. Yeah, we've got lots of beer too, stadium, you know? man. We've got a stand there in the south area, or south stands. Uh, you can get our beer throughout the stadium, um, and it's, it's great. I went to the opening match. It's awesome. The atmosphere is incredible. Uh, the team hopefully continues to improve, we'll say. There you go. With the caveat that Walt is a bit of a power walker. I mean, he really swings those arms. I do. So I really cover a lot of ground. And I push people out of the way, and I just don't stop for nothing. Yeah, just clotheslining scooters. Yeah. <laughs> Results may vary. Yeah. Yeah, I will say, yeah. 20, 20 to 28 door 20 to door. To, 30 minute walk it's 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 a nice walk it is you, a nice walk you can walk down through the side of a mile you can walk past Fest Memorial Kosai it's scenic it's great it's very enjoyable um, also Monday nights our Cornhole League uh, registration still open play starts on April 17th uh, you can play no matter how good or bad you are at Cornhole go to co- gocornhole.com to sign up they run our league 
head there and go to the Columbus page, and you will see Land Grant right there, play every Monday night. And then next Tuesday, as we just talked about, this is a trivia. Uh, this is a trivia. <laughs> this is a movie. This is what happens when I That's try and read That's a Warren Zevon song. I do better when I don't Enjoy actually try trivia. and read the notes. This is a movie, Trivia Night. This is uh, round two. Um, that is going to be uh, Tuesday at 6.30, hosted by Travis, who's here with us now. Um, and it, and it's all sort of centered around our, our featured Let's Give partner, Cinema Columbus. Um, if you find yourself at the tap room for that event or any other event or just here for whatever reason, um, round up on your tab to benefit Cinema Columbus this month. You could be here shopping. You could be here shopping for pick it a up wedding. Your, you're picking up your to, spring outfit. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> put away your land grant car hearts. Nice time to get your new land grant uh, t-shirts and mesh hats. Yeah, Let's it's, go. It's time to step out this spring, <laughs> and you can do so. In a nice love the way you look. Kelly Green land grant t-shirt uh, with the yellow logo. You look great at the Masters wearing that. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, I'm, that's. I think that's all we got. I think we finally come to the end of this road. Does anyone else have anything to add? No. I want to know what the next sport is going to be that you can play at Land Grant. Like, what's the next league? Oh, man. If I was a betting man, which I definitely am now, uh, and, and this, is, this is without any information, sure. sport that you could play here competitively or non-competitively, it'd probably be something like pickleball. Yeah. I'd like to see croquet, but with like flaming gates. Ooh. Oh, I think that could be. I think that could be a thing. Actually, we we are pretty well set up for croquet, and that might even work better than the the golf with the sort of bigger, heavier yeah. ball. Um, that's not a bad. What idea. do you think, Eric? Chess ain't a sport. Yeah, no one wants chess. Chess ain't a sport like <laughs> Turned croquet. Turned off his man. mic. <laughs> chess ain't a sport like croquet. There could be a combo. I'll, actually, no. That's not. That's what I want. I want a curling hole. Curling hole. Yeah, I want us to like ice fishing. Drill a hole in the center of you, the curling lanes. And then, it just drops, and then you like, yeah, yeah, drops to roll, the bottom of the lake to push the kegs and have them fall in the center, like for a little five pointer. That'd be good. It'd be kind of like. Um like putt putt when you go off yeah. the 18th hole with the yeah. ball disappears when you actually make it it's like oh yeah. and you're, you're done your ball's gone and yeah, like, yeah. you only get one turn though when you pay for it they just hand you your keg <laughs> and then you walk over <laughs> and at the end the keg goes back to the <laughs> back to the brewery mm, dodge keg yeah <laughs> we'll put that in, we'll have that in the back with all yeah, the, I knew the, that quote was coming out yeah. put it on the put it on the uh the roadmap for Team Land Grant Requ- yeah. requests. Podcast listeners, if you have any sort of absurd combo sports you want to play, Land Grant, well, like I said, they always grant my request. You come on in here and say, we, what whatever. Land Grant, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've had about enough for one day. That's fair. Um, thanks for listening once again. Thank you, Travis, for your valuable time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know you could have been somewhere thinking of George Costanza quotes and you carved out some time for yeah, us today. I'm glad we got to hear you improvise live on the radio here. Um, as always, come see us down here at the tap room. Um, and if you do so, be sure to tip your, t- your bartenders, whether you're, whether you're drinking beer here or elsewhere or whatever, or just, or just shopping for yourself, you know, tip your, tip your bar staff. Um, 
And we look forward to having you down here for March Madness or something else. And it's like the great Warren Zevon said. Enjoy every sandwich. Drink it in. <laughs> Drink it, it in, out. pee it out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Happy New Year. Bye.